Hello, everyone. This is our podcast number three, all about traveling. My name is Holly. Hi, I'm Ellie. And we're so excited to get started today. We will be going through a plethora of subjects surrounding traveling, solo traveling, creating connections, the downside, fear, and navigating that as a woman, and then even logistical tactics like budgeting and finances. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you? Let's get into it. Do you want to share with them your experience with traveling and just your take on doing it solo? Yeah, definitely. Um, I took a six and a half week um, trip through Europe um, as a 22 year old this summer. And I went to, I think, six or seven different countries um parts of it I was with a friend and parts of it I was by myself and I did the last couple days with my parents um I went to I started in the islands of Greece and then Athens and then Florence Venice Milan Lake Como south of France Paris Amsterdam London and Edinburgh um every place was different um every place was amazing um it was a lot of money but it was very worth it that's mine so far Amazing. Sounds wonderful. And you, Holly? Yeah, so I began traveling, I guess, without adults when I was 13. I did a service trip um, to Belize and then to Guatemala a couple years later, but really my like 100% solo traveling journey began in 2020. I was studying abroad in Spain for a little bit over a year but I did a bunch of like week or two week long solo trips all over Spain and just Europe in general you know depending on the legislation surrounding travel but this summer I also went on a two-month trip to Europe mostly by myself partially with a friend and partially with my family and that was an amazing experience also hard but so fulfilling and such a beautiful gift so yeah I'm happy to get into it and even share my hopes for my future solo traveling journey yeah what made you want to solo travel Europe yeah so my core value is growth and getting out of my comfort zone and so I felt like traveling Europe was just such a lifelong dream of mine like it is the most important thing to me as a young person to travel the entire world I'm not necessarily saying I need to live everywhere but it's just I experience the peak of my human fulfillment when I'm immersing in a different culture learning a new language and so on and so I felt that the best way to go about that was to do it solo because that is far less comfortable than doing it with a friend or family. I also identified through my experience that doing it alone was such a beautiful way where you were forced to get out of your comfort zone and to create new relationships mm-hmm. with people all over the world. Whereas when I was traveling with a friend, we, we hung out together the whole time, which was amazing, but a completely different experience. And so that's kind of my heart in it. And I hope that y'all get a chance to experience it someday as well. Yeah, I completely agree. I didn't think it would be, but it was a completely different trip when Mm -hmm. I was with my friends versus when I was alone. 
Were um, there any difficult aspects to you traveling alone? Um, I wouldn't say difficult. I think other than the basic travel struggles you have, whether you're alone or with a person, Mm-hmm. Um, with transportation mm-hmm. I was like missing connections with my trains yeah all of that drama it's a lot it's like really stressful especially when you just arrive and you're jet lagged yeah. it's like okay and you don't speak um, the language why did I just travel 40 hours to come yes yeah, yeah I, um, <laughs> traveling to Greece I think it's a lot yeah it was a 29 hour travel day hmm. and when we got to the port in Athens mm-hmm. um, we don't speak Greek and right the time change like was like they use uh, the 24-hour clock as well and then they like don't tell you which boat to get on you kind of just have to show up and get on a boat and so we almost Mm -hmm. missed our boat too oh my gosh (laughs) but the only like troubles I found were um I preferred not to go out at night by myself so then I did feel Mm. like I missed part of the experience in some countries because it's a completely different country day and night sometimes Um, one billion percent it's a different energy and brings a completely different crowd out specifically the locals who are working pretty much nine to five Monday to Friday what about you I had a pretty different experience in terms of the night thing so I felt like well, A, when I was living in Spain, there was quarantine, and so we had to be home by 10 p.m. regardless, but on my more specific solo trips, I found ways to safely go out at night by myself, and I know for a lot of girls out there, you're thinking, like, what the heck, that's bad news bears, and <laughs> I hear you, and I've, like, totally processed all of that, but I would find ways in which I would identify kind of the culture of safety in the location like Scandinavia is so safe you can walk in Copenhagen any time of the night alone like even if you were drinking and it would be like a thousand times safer than even you know walking sober in California it's just night and day um and so I was still able to go out a lot I would also meet people along the way and then they would offer to like give me a walk home or I would just find safe ways to do public transport and then bike back whatever but I figured it out nice yeah I agree even with going to like the different countries like I felt so safe in Florence I was out until four in the morning interesting I didn't feel super safe there really yeah yeah I can see that there are some areas I think just because Actually, I have no idea. I was also <laughs> like 17 when I went. So I guess oh, I just yeah, was more difference. anxious as than I am now. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I When I went to Paris when I was 19, I was like scared in the daylight of some streets. And mm. then I was just there for a week, half of it by myself. And I was out and about 100%, felt so safe, um, even at night. So I guess maybe it is um, age too. There's also a new vulnerability of looking like a tourist, specifically being an American, in which we have the connotation of having a lot of money, spending a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So there is just like, okay, you are an American young female. You are a target in a unique way that other people maybe don't experience, but it really depends on where you are, of course. Yeah. And how did you make your connections then? knowing that there's like a level of fear of meeting strangers you know 
Yeah, that's a great question. So I'm going to be honest, I lie on the side of being maybe too fearless, fearless with strangers and just genuinely seeing the best in every single person I meet. So yeah, maybe I'm a tiny bit <sighs> naive. I have received that constructive criticism a few times from um, my family, but <laughs> I, yeah, I truly lived every single moment of the day when I had spent time on these trips with the mindset of I'm going to do everything to create any connection possible healthy connections of course but I even used Bumble BFF and met one of my Mm. best friends I guess two years ago now and she literally flew out to come visit me in California and I'm working on a way to come see her soon Uh, she's still living in Barcelona and honestly just a ton of going to coffee shops or cool cocktail bars wine bars restaurants whatever and if you exert a certain open energy to the world people receive it so well and honestly I initiated conversation a ton people would pretty consistently come up to me to create a conversation and this just happens everywhere like I was even in SF two nights ago and made a friend at the bar it was like a, like a study bar. Like I was literally working. Um, so just, yeah, talking to anyone and everyone, group tours, architecture tours, I got really involved in a lot of the meetup communities. So for example, even if I was only somewhere for a week, I would go and attend a language exchange or go volunteer with the homeless community there or join the nature adventure communities, even go to an you know, a running or yoga club. So literally everything, something I'm thinking of right now is I was part of this personal development and psychology multilingual group in Spain. It was, I think I, it was in Madrid and it was such an amazing experience because the subject, the content of relatability was such a deep thing, aka your human journey. And so some of the people that were in that community, I still get to keep in touch with today, even though it was such a brief time of my membership. Yeah. So really everything under the sun, are your experiences fairly similar or do you have any other tips? Um, I think it definitely is. And I think this relates with anything. It is what you make of it. Like you definitely put yourself out there a lot and then you made those connections because you put yourself in situations or, you know, made the effort to make those connections. Um, I definitely met people um, super randomly though. I wouldn't know how to like say or give advice because Mm -hmm. like I was just walking um, in London next to the river and this girl, she was also alone. She's like, can you take a picture for me? I was like, sure. Yes, girl. um, (laughs) I literally will get down and get the angles. <laughs> and yeah. She's like, do you want pictures too? I was like, yes. Obvious. And then we just like walked and talked, which was awesome. I love that. Um, but then also like if I went out to the bars with my friends, we met other people. Yeah. Um, so it is just, yeah, putting yourself out there, I guess. Smiling. Amen. But like, Starting up conversation in yeah. any way possible. Another thing, so I, when I was traveling, pretty much just stayed in Airbnbs for 
like comfort reasons to be honest Mm -hmm, but hostels are so freaking easy to meet people so I went to the hostel rooftop bars all the time and met a bunch of friends even in Stockholm this summer I it was late like 10 p.m and I was walking from the train station to a hostel to actually this is super last minute I planned that trip the day to go meet a bunch of boys that I had met from the U.S. in Stockholm and they actually moved back to San Jose and still friends and hang out with them all the time now um but yeah I was walking to go meet them and then this girl was like looking super confused on her phone and I was like hey are you looking for this hostel and she was like no but I'm walking that direction and then we ended up hanging out for a week straight every single hour of the day and became like pretty close friends and we'll totally go and visit her when I return to the EU wow that's amazing so I love making connections like that just meeting random people it brings me so much joy it's insane like if I think of an ideal day it's meeting someone from a different country and asking them about their life like yeah. so much happiness I know Straight I love dopamine. hearing about the differences uh-huh it just makes you think about life in such a completely different way and I think that's so beautiful to evolve in, in I your agree. narratives yeah I definitely agree well, 100 percent. when you weren't making connections how did you deal with being alone yeah so I'm a ginormous journaler and reader like I mentioned so I would actually take my journal and book to a coffee shop or to a cool view over a river or the ocean really whatever and just read a lot of times that would start up a conversation like I've met a lot of friends because they were just interested in my book and Mm. it's still kind of cool because you get to receive the energy of the environment which is so unique to you know the ambiance of the coffee shop whatever but then you also get to enjoy your alone time. I'm not going to lie though. I remember a few months in to being in Spain, it was COVID. So everything was shut down. Not many people were out and about. I was feeling pretty alone because it was hard just like being in a different Mm -hmm. country, not having your community. And so I just encourage anyone who's experiencing that sort of internal realm while traveling to press into that to feel it to acknowledge it to not suppress it not avoid it but to be in that human experience because that in itself is the beauty of solo traveling just going through that adversity yeah what about you yeah definitely well I love being alone so I never really felt I guess I did because I spent the first three weeks of my Europe trip with my friend so we were constantly Mm -hmm. together and then when she left um I was actually shocked that I felt lonely because I Mm. don't usually ever feel lonely I usually love my alone time yeah um but I like you journal a lot I love to Mm. read and so Mm -hmm. I did go an adventure look up really cool cafes or bakeries and then go and try new things and journal and I'm constantly listening to music Hmm. so I think that was really amazing and there's just something once you get comfortable because it's uncomfortable at first being alone 
um, once you get comfortable with it, there's just so much growth and you can see the world so differently when you're Mm -hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. like it's just purely up to you instead of influences from other people around you yeah you get to choose exactly what you do every single mm-hmm. day you uh, and it it forms some unique experience of personal accountability because mm-hmm. if you have an unpleasant experience it's not because someone dragged you there like you chose it you chose your perception and you chose how you engaged with the experience exactly mm-hmm. yeah it's nice. Do you have any recommendations for anyone surrounding how to get there in the first place? Like taking the first step of courage towards your solo travel journey? Um, I think if you want to go abroad, especially if you're doing it solo, um, it's a really, it can be a really long process with a lot of steps that you wouldn't normally think of. Um, But I think the first thing you should do is choose your places. Um, Do the research. How long do people usually take in these places? Where do you want to go? Safety and all of that. And then once you do that, pick a starting point, pick a end point, and then make sure there's ways to get in between all the places you want to go. And then just start looking at flights at airbnbs um and it gets it's like kind of a long process there's a lot of options it could be super overwhelming but if you stay true to what you want and what you want your trip to be then i think it's kind of easy to create this whole trip 100 percent. i also believe that it's so incredibly valuable to identify the core influence of why you're going abroad like if it's important to you to experience a season of rest and an internal spiritual journey then maybe going to an island in Greece like not the party islands but the islands with waterfalls and Mm -hmm. ATVs around like an hour circumference that would be my ideal personal development experience but if you're going for culture and history and language and people from all over the world then choose a city like you are just going to have different opportunities and I think with that it's important to identify your limits so I have a ginormous energy capacity specifically with social energy but I know that a lot of people need space and rest from external noise, which is incredibly valid, but don't plan three cities back to back if mm-hmm. you're not going to enjoy the second half of the trip. Like be wise with your planning if you can, of course. Yeah, I completely agree. I was running the whole first three weeks of my trip and I still have three weeks left and I was burnt out. And I think. I want to say I planned for this, but then I had like five days in the south of France and we literally didn't leave the Airbnb. Like it's good to have. You're crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. I was so exhausted. But um, definitely. And then definitely plan for the seasons because keep in mind, you need to travel. Every traveling transportation has different limits on luggage. Uh kind of have to do it yourself with the trains which means you need to be able to pick up and carry your luggage on and off trains up and down stairs 
Europe is a very old um, set of countries. So continent. <laughs> yeah, continent. Set of countries. Um, a lot of places did not have elevators. You had to mm-hmm, plan for that too. Mm-hmm. And then plan for the weather. You know, if you're going to a place that's both hot and cold, that might not be the smartest move. Little things like that. You are definitely great at attention to detail in ways that I maybe don't prioritize. Well, these were just all my mistakes on my recent trip. That's fair. I'm just kind of like, I show up and deal with it. So I did not bring a jacket to oh Scandinavia. And I was there for pretty much six, to seven weeks. And I like bought a jacket the day I got there, which, you know, maybe isn't the most responsible thing, but mm-hmm. I love it. And I wear it every day. That's another thing. European if you like fashion European oh fashion is incredible yes I was told so many times to pack half a suitcase and leave the other half empty and I was like no I need my stuff and I ended up having to buy a whole other suitcase because I bought that much stuff in Europe like it's there's a lot of tips and tricks which I feel like we can make another podcast about we can make a whole series about traveling honestly we can also get into budgeting and finances later. Mm-hmm. I know that's something it's very that daunting, but holds it a lot of people be. back. But you can find amazing ways to travel on a budget and discern what's most important to you. So, like, if experiencing the history from an educational standpoint is important, save your budget for the museums and find out the days that the museums are free or discounted mm-hmm. and then if living in luxury is important you're going to spend more money on your housing so it's yeah we'll choose. make a whole another podcast about budgeting because I could talk about that for a lot of my spreadsheets um, <laughs> amen I know right but I think it's good for our first travel uh podcast for the travel series absolutely any next final time remarks? yeah I was just thinking next time we will go ahead and something regarding limiting beliefs in traveling specifically solo traveling so we're super excited that we got to do this introductory podcast on traveling and we can't wait to dive deeper into the subject as it's highly complex and growing so regardless have an amazing rest of your week and we'll post another podcast soon thanks for listening thanks guys